Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on Monday, January 29th. And I gotta tell you, I feel a little bit, uh, feel a little spicy today. Feel a little saucy. Today's episode is gonna be called A Sheep in Wolves Clothing. Now, that's a bit cliche, but let me tell you what I'm talking about. I'm gonna talk to you folks about the martial art called Kaju Kimbo. For those of you who don't know, Kaju Kimbo can legitimately lay claim to being America's first popular mixed martial art. Now, before you guys start sucking your teeth and getting all extra, because I can hear it. <laughs> no, shut up. I can tell you that in the 50s, a group of martial artists realized, each with their own specialty, that perhaps their particular specialty did not cover all of the bases of self-defense and they were wise enough and ego-free enough to work with each other to fill in the perceived gaps in their own curriculum. So Kaju Kimbo is actually an acronym, Ka coming from Karate, Ju, Judo and Jiu-Jitsu, Ken coming from Kempo, what up Kempo, Bo, Boxing, right? So, you're talking about a system that was designed to address all of the practical realities that they were encountering in Hawaii. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but Hawaii can get a little wild. It's not a generalization, so unwind your collective draws. But for those of you who know, especially if you're not a local, it can get a bit rough down there. As we say up here in the Bay, you get a little hyphy out there. Just saying. Anyhow, so they have legitimate claim to being the first mixed martial art in America popular. Before the UFC, before Pancrase, Shuto, Bellator, all of that for you youngins who just arrived on the scene. My problem is the second mixed martial arts competitions got big, UFC, Pride, rather than maintain and plant their flag in their traditional roots, they immediately went out and started acting like the mixed martial arts competitors, cage fighters, as I call them. And I don't have a problem with that per se, but in a system, in a curriculum that is truly mixed, if it was truly mixed, then every single instructor would be qualified in the various ranges of combat. Kicks, punches, throws, headbutts, elbows, submission holds on the ground, submission holds standing, all of this stuff. But no, what they did was they went out and found themselves a Thai boxing instructor, and they found themselves a boxing instructor, and probably a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, and they got a wrestling coach, and all of these things, which are not bad, because I understand what they were trying to achieve. The problem is, they sold out in terms of format. Their curriculum and their instructors should have been teaching segments of this in every class, because by design, every teacher, every instructor should have had those skills already. So now, rather than being able to really plant their flag in a philosophy that was gaining popularity, 
and maintaining their own identity at the same time, they went out and did what everybody else does. Now they train in geese, still, yes, but now they're wearing mixed martial arts gloves that say UFC on them or Sentry or whatever the case may be. They had a wonderful opportunity to show the people that have been disrespecting traditional martial arts that what they're doing is in fact traditional and nothing new. But did they do that? Nope. And your boy's a little salty about it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little salty about it. So, shame on you Kaju Kimbo. Shame on you. You had a chance to do something good for the traditional martial arts and you blew it. Anyway, whatever. If you guys agree or disagree, please call in and let me know. Check me out at martialartsopen.com and by far, far, far the most important thing, please be kind to yourselves and each other.